We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. California's Gavin Newsom signs a bill declaring that they can confiscate, abduct your children and not give them back to you if your kids have crossed the state line to pursue gender-affirming health care. And in the meantime, we've got conservative Republicans in Oklahoma that are referring Oklahoma children to California for mental health reasons. We've lost our minds. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Today's topic is California and Oklahoma, because this new bill that Gavin Newsom has signed into law in California directly impacts Oklahoma because you have Oklahoma representatives, elected officials here in the reddest of red state, Oklahoma, who have admitted that they are presently referring your children, Oklahoma kids, to California for mental health care. Now, they're doing this under the auspices of Oklahoma not having enough, quote-unquote, mental health beds. And because they need more beds in Oklahoma for mental health, and I put that in quotation marks, air quotes, they have to refer your children out of state. And I have one representative who has admitted, he offered, he said, I'm referring them to other states, including even California. Now, I ask you this question. Why in the world, if you're a conservative Republican, would you be referring any Oklahoma kids to California when Gavin Newsom is saying that once they cross the state line, once they leave Oklahoma and enter into California, as soon as they cross into the state of California, that they are legally the possession of that state, of California, of Gavin Newsom, and that he will not give them back. Your parental rights are null and void if that child is there to pursue gender-affirming health care. It doesn't matter if you disagree with that health care. It doesn't matter if you think your child should not have functioning organs removed from his or her body. It doesn't matter if that child, your son or daughter, has been taken to California against your wishes. Perhaps an aunt or an uncle or a friend took your minor, your child, your 12-year-old to California. You didn't want your child to go there. You didn't even know that your child was going there. Your child's a runaway, and he enters into California. Once he's there, once she is there, Gavin Newsom now has total legal authority and ownership over that child. According to what Gavin Newsom is saying in SB 107, a California law that was just signed by him this past Tuesday. And with all of that being a fact, we have Republicans in Oklahoma who think it's noble and good and ethical and right to refer Oklahoma children to California for mental health reasons because we don't have enough beds. This is crazy talk. This is the smokescreen that they're using to justify giving $40 million of ARPA money to the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital. 
And in the meantime, like I've said in multiple shows prior to this one, your Oklahoma legislature, the leadership of the Senate and the House, Senate pro tem Greg Treat and House Speaker Charles McCall refused to even hear bills in Oklahoma that would make it illegal here to butcher your children, to cut off their functioning organs. They won't even hear bills that would suggest that that's illegal for any medical professional to do that to a minor. Why won't they hear those bills? Because they don't want it to be illegal. And why are they referring your kids out to California right now? Because they must think it's okay. So if they can't, if they can't find those services from the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital, then we'll just refer them to California so they can be butchered. This is not moral. This is not right. This is not good, and it should be illegal. Don't tell me that, well, it's parental rights. If parents want their minors to pursue this gender-affirming health care, and again, air quotes around that, if parents want, if you've got deranged parents that want their children to pursue getting an arm removed, or their eyes removed, or their ears bobbed, or their legs amputated, if you have parents who think that that's a good thing to do, do you think maybe you should stop the parents from doing that? Should you protect the children from that derangement? I would hope you would say yes. If you have parents, for example, that would aid and abet their son or their daughter in having their eyes removed because the child is dysphoric and thinks that he was born blind and that he is otherly abled and that he identifies as being a blind person and therefore to affirm his identity, you're going to go to a surgeon and have his eyes literally removed so that your son now has the body that he believes, he feels, that he should have had at birth that he doesn't have. Would you say that this is crazy talk? Would you say that this is wrong? Would you suggest that it's parental abuse to affirm that child's identity and to pursue identity-affirming health care that actually compromises the health and the vitality and the function of your child's body? Create a blind person when that person was actually born with sight. Create a deaf person when that person was actually born with ears and the ability to hear. Create a, an amputee when that person was born with functioning and healthy legs and arms. And if you're listening to this and you're saying, well, that's, that's obvious. We wouldn't do that. We would stop parents. We would pass laws to make that illegal. And if there was any surgeon or medical professional in the state of Oklahoma that would suggest otherwise, we would take their license away because they're witch doctors. They're crackpots. They're experimenting on human beings in a very evil way that isn't all that different at all from what the Third Reich was doing in its death camps and their experimentation on human beings. In fact, it's not different at all. Why are, we, why are we referring our children to California, where they're doing all of this, and they've told you that once that kid crosses the state line, that kid is now property of the state, and parental rights are null and void? Why would you have a Republican legislature even thinking about sending your children there? That's the topic of today's show. So I'm going to take a break, and when I get back, I'm going to share with you exactly what this California Senate Bill 107 does. 
And then I'm going to share with you a direct quote from a House of Representative member here in Oklahoma, his response to me when I asked him to stand in the way of this $40 million allocation to the Oklahoma, to the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital. What his response was, where he admitted, he offered, said, I'm referring kids out of state because we don't have enough mental health beds in state. We need, we need to give this children's hospital $40 million so they can build more beds for health care, mental health care. And the mental health care, as defined by that hospital itself, includes all this gender-affirming stuff. Oh, but we won't let them do that. We'll tell them that if they take the $40 million, they can't do that anymore. <clears throat> even though, excuse me, even though that hospital obviously believes that this is all the moral high ground. Have we done anything to stop that hospital from referring our children to California, for example? Was anything in our legislation here acknowledging the fact that this is a problem and that we shouldn't send our kids there? Well, this representative is presently sending our kids there, so apparently he doesn't think that that's any problem. Anyway, I want to talk about Oklahomans, and California law and how Gavin Newsom's new Senate Bill 107 that he just signed into law actually impacts you. And you should be concerned. And you should stop buying the lie from our Republican supermajority here in Oklahoma that somehow they're standing with you and defending your conservative values. They're not. They're not. In fact, in many cases, they're going the exact opposite direction. And I would argue that this entire debate over the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital and the allocation of $40 million, as well as the admission that we're referring our children to California for mental health, at the same time we're arguing that this $40 million will never be used for those nefarious purposes that California now prides itself in providing to minors, even while they tell parents they have absolutely no say whatsoever when they want to stop the butchery of their own children. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So last Tuesday, Gavin Newsom signed Senate Bill 107 into law in the state of California. Now, this is what I would call, and many others would call, a controversial law that allows California courts to temporarily take custody of a child experiencing gender dysphoria. Now listen to that. It allows California courts to take custody of a child who's experiencing gender dysphoria. Now the law empowers the state courts to take a child, even a child that's out of state, a kid from Oklahoma who's seeking gender-affirming health care. This is their language. And the, and the term gender-affirming health care includes cross-sex hormones, puberty blockers, and even permanent and irreversible surgeries, cutting off functioning organs, taking off a girl's breasts, removing her uterus, a hysterectomy, and or amputating, cutting off a boy's penis, testicles, etc., that's what gender-affirming, quote-unquote, health care is today in the state of California and even in many other states. Apparently, even at the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital because they advertise and promote all of this on their website. But, oh, they won't encourage it. They won't aid and abet any of that now. They've been scolded at the same time we just gave them $40 million as a punishment 
for their terrible misdeeds of the past. So basically what this all means is under Californians, California's new law, minor children, <clears throat> excuse me, struggling with gender confusion, and who wouldn't today based on what they're being taught in schools? I mean, you're wondering why there's such an increase in all of this garbage and all of this confusion and all of this quote-unquote dysphoria in today's children. Well, look at what we're teaching them in our schools. Maybe we need more, quote, mental health beds, unquote, in Oklahoma right now because of the garbage you're teaching in Oklahoma schools, and it's all been led by Joy Hoffmeister, who's running for the governor right now. Maybe, just maybe, we're creating this mess in our local schools, you think? Garbage in, garbage out. Ideas have consequences, you think? <sighs> All right. So under this new California law, minor children who are struggling with gender confusion can come into the state and receive drugs and treatments, including all of this terrible butchery, this surgery, without parental notification or permission. That's the key here. Now, this empowers the states to take your child. If your child crosses into California, if it's an out-of-state child seeking this gender-affirming health care, puberty blockers, sex hormones, and surgery, it empowers the state of California to take your child. Now, the Los Angeles Times says that this aims to protect gender dysphoric children, protect transgender youths and their families from bans against gender-affirming surgery and care from other states. So they're admitting this. LA Times says that this is California's way to protect these transgender youths from the bans that other states are imposing on these health care measures. But they're doing this without parents' knowledge or consent. The bill makes it illegal in California for a parent to come in and take his child back once the child crosses the state line to, to obtain gender-affirming health care or gender-affirming mental health care. Full stop right there. You have Republican legislators here in Oklahoma who are referring your kids to California for mental health care. Knowing that once the kid crosses the state line, that child is protected from its parents, from his or her parents, and that child cannot be taken back home. The state of California will now take temporary emergency jurisdiction over the children who are seeking this gender-affirming health care. That's what's going on. So in plain English, let's just consider a hypothetical. Let's say you have a mother and a father um, in the state of Oklahoma, and they're locked in a custody dispute in the midst of a divorce. And one of the parents wants to take the child, a minor, girl or boy, to California to seek gender-affirming therapy, surgery. And the other parent says, no, I don't want my child going to California 
to seek that gender-affirming surgery. I don't want her uterus to be removed. I don't want her breast to be cut off. I don't want my boy's penis to be amputated. He's only 12 years old. She's only 12 years old. I don't want that to happen. What this law does in California is once that boy or girl crosses into California lines, there's absolutely nothing the opposing parent can do. All rights are null and void. Or let's say both the mother and father, there is no divorce in play. It's a healthy home. The mother and father aren't seeking a divorce, but they have a confused child because of all the garbage that's being taught to that child in the local school. And you have a sympathetic aunt or uncle who's more left-wing, more progressive than the mother or father. Uh, Aunt or uncle who disagrees with the conservative values, the Christian morality of mom and dad. So that aunt or uncle actually abducts the 12-year-old boy or girl and takes that child to California for mental health reasons. Once that child crosses California, all bets are off. Mother and father can't get the child back. The courts of California will take temporary custody of that boy or girl so that his or her body can be butchered. Now, in California, the irony is they still require guardian or parental approval for body piercing. You have to get approval in California to get your ears pierced if you're a minor. But not if you want your penis cut off. Not if you're crazy left-wing aunt or uncle tells you to have your breast removed or get a hysterectomy when you're only 12 or 14 years old. No, no, you don't have to have parental consent for that, but if you want your ears pierced, you do. This is how upside down our laws are right now. But again, if you're listening to me in Oklahoma, you're thinking, well, we can fix it. We just need to change our laws in Oklahoma. No, you can't do that either because Greg Treat, the Senate pro tem, won't even hear a law that would make this garbage illegal in Oklahoma, neither will nor will the Speaker of the House, Charles McCall. They won't even hear bills to make this stuff illegal. Now, they pretend they're being all conservative because they just passed Senate Bill 3XX that slapped the hands of the University of Oklahoma's Children's Hospital and told them to stop stop, uh, doing all this stuff here in your hospital. But they did nothing in Senate Bill 3XX to stop any other entity in Oklahoma from doing this. And there are other hospitals and clinics in Oklahoma that do so. One House of Representative member told me that there are at least seven other clinics and hospitals that provide gender-affirming health care here in Oklahoma. And even if we told those hospitals and clinics that they have to stop, you could still refer our children outside of the state of Oklahoma, and we, in fact, have representatives doing that. In fact, in fact, when I asked one of our state representatives to step in the way and vote against the funding of this $40 million, again, it's actually 39.4. I've rounded up. Don't want to be accused of being misleading here. Approximately $40 million. When I asked one of my state representatives to step in the way and vote against this, this was his response. I said, I, I said to him, please vote against this allocation of money, regardless of what promises they make. His response was to lock on to my word promises. He said this, they don't have to make promises. The bill includes language 
that funding shall not be used for gender anything. It is to be used to build a facility for mental health beds. We need it bad. I've shipped kids out of Bartlesville to Arkansas and as far as California. We need those beds in Oklahoma. That's a close quote right there. I've shipped kids out of Bartlesville to California. Now, I want to ask you this. Why would one of our conservative GOP house reps be referring Oklahoma children to California? Why? Why would you do that? Ask yourself that question. And does Senate Bill 3XX restrict him, that representative, or the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital to which he just voted to give $40 million for more health care beds, mental health care beds. Does it restrict him from continuing to refer children out of state to California to continue to do the exact same things that the University of Oklahoma Children's Hospital says it believes in and thinks is so important to the mental health of your children? The answer to the question, does Senate Bill 3XX restrict him from doing that? The answer is no. It says nothing about it. It says nothing about referring children to other clinics and hospitals within the state or referring them to clinics and hospitals in California. So are you getting the picture here? Why in the world did our conservative GOP leaders just vote to give this $39.4 million, approximately $40 million, to this hospital at the University of Oklahoma while pretending that this bill protects our children. It doesn't protect your children. It doesn't stop this hospital or this state representative or anybody else that holds this worldview from essentially trafficking in the same stuff. And I use that word intentionally, trafficking. They can just move your children. They can traffic them to someplace else that will do this stuff to their bodies, their minds, their hearts, and their souls. The Children's Hospital can just leave its website as it is and refer all of their clients to any other of the seven hospitals and clinics in Oklahoma that continues to do this butchery. And if they don't refer them there, they can refer them to California, which is even better because you lose your parental rights if they get into that state. It's even better for them if they get them out of Oklahoma. Because at least in Oklahoma, if you found out your kid was at one of these clinics or hospitals doing this stuff, you'd still have some legal authority, parental rights, to go in and get your kid out of that mess. But if you can, if, if they, the progressives, can get your kid out of state into California, all bets are off. And we still give $40 million to the organizations, the hospitals, that are orchestrating all of this garbage under the auspices of mental health care? I'm going to use a very extreme analogy here, but I don't think it's really all that extreme. This is not hyperbolic. Anytime you use analogies that refer back to Third Reich Germany, people say, well, there you go, you're playing the Hitler card. Mm. If you don't learn the lessons of history, you're doomed to repeat them. I'm going to argue that this is akin to telling this whole capitulation, this whole give them $40 million, but tell them not to do that anymore, without restricting their ability to traffic your kid someplace else. 
either in Oklahoma or to Arkansas or to Kansas or to Texas or to California. Best place to get them is California because those poor children will be protected from their evil conservative Christian parents. This is akin to telling a German railroad company that it can't experiment itself on gypsies or Jews. You, know, you can't do that. You can't experiment on these gypsies and Jews yourself, railroad company CEO. You can't do that. But we're going to give you $40 million to buy new boxcars so that you can truck these poor souls off to death camps well, well, where they will be butchered and experimented upon there. What's the difference? I mean, Treat and McCall could have stopped all of this, but they refused to even hear two bills that would have made Auschwitz illegal. Using railroads to truck your kids, to transport your kids, to traffic your kids to these various different Auschwitzes, it would have made it illegal. But they only use... SB3XX to restrict, quote-unquote, the University of Oklahoma's Children's Hospital and the hospital authority of the University of Oklahoma from doing it within their own facilities. It's like telling these railroad companies, you can't do that anymore, but we're not going to stop you from trafficking those students, excuse me, those kids elsewhere, those children elsewhere. It doesn't stop the health, the hospital or the state representative from promoting, aiding, or abetting the same garbage that was being done at the hospital itself. They can just take the money, the railroad can take their money, and not do the experimentation internally, but just refer, traffic, the clients elsewhere. And what's to stop the hospital or others from getting kickbacks for the referrals? The real crime here is Treat and McCall refusing to hear the bills that would have stopped everything. You have to ask the question, why? Why were they so reluctant to hear these other two bills? Why do they have no problem giving $40 million to the railroad company to continue to transport, to traffic kids elsewhere, to refer them elsewhere for this butchery, for this human experimentation, this amputation of functioning limbs, organs, body parts. Why? Why are they so reluctant to pass a bill that says, no, you can't do that. You can't provide the service. You can't experiment on your kid, on our kids here in Oklahoma, nor can you transport them, traffic them, refer them anyplace else for the same. Why were they so reluctant? The only conclusion I can come to is that they didn't really want to stop any of it. They still want to get some of the gypsies and Jews to Auschwitz. That's the only conclusion I can come to. Because the experimentation itself is all for the good of humanity. Really. Butchering our minors, our 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds, is now a moral good. We're going to define that as health care and give $40 million to agencies that say that it's health care, but they're not going to do it in their own facilities any longer. They're just going to load up the boxcars that are on that train that's waiting outside and ship them off to California where you will have no authority whatsoever over those
children anymore. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. <laughs>